Welcome to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hi. Hello. How's it going? Good. We were just talking, and you were about to tell me about the concert you just went to. Yeah. So on the uh, What You Up To front, um, busy weekend. Yeah. Very busy. Very busy. Um, so yeah, Saturday, uh, you and I both helped Travis move. <laughs> Very sad. Bye. I know. And I ate like more than half a pizza. Oh. Oh, that pizza was good, too. It was really but good. But we were working really hard. We were. We were working, well, I wasn't working as hard as everybody else was. I actually drove to Home Depot to buy more boxes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, uh, but box yeah. Box boy. But still. And then I was constructing boxes when I got back. So, box boy. Yeah, box boy. That's me. <laughs> like that game for the 3DS. Oh. There's a game called Box Boy. Do you, do you create boxes? No, you are made of a box. Oh, that's cuter. Um, anyway, so yeah, after having tr- helping uh, Travis move, uh, Todd and I went to go see Portugal the Man at the Palladium, which I was very excited about just because I love that band. And I had those tickets for like six months taped on my wall at work. For those who don't know, what's like their genre? They are like an alternative rock. Um, and, and when did you get into them? I got into them probably uh, six, no, maybe seven years ago. Um, it was an album of theirs called The Satanic Satanist, which is a very goofy <laughs> title for such a soft album. Like, uh, And then um, I really liked everything they did since then. Um, the album they did before this most recent one was like four and a half years ago, and it's really good. It's called Evil Friends, and the new one's called Woodstock, and it's good. Um, but hmm. it was interesting, though. Like the show- That's an interesting, like, both Satanic and then <laughs> Woodstock. Yeah. Peace. Yeah, they Love. Had Satanic Satanist, then they, <laughs> then they did, uh, after that was, um, I think it was called American Ghetto. Okay, they're kind of all over. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're, <laughs> There's then, no one theme. Yeah, then they did another one, and then then they did uh, Evil Friends, and then Woodstock. And so, yeah, the new album though, it's it's weird. Like the show was good; it was it was fine. Um, but like the new album is much more produced than their previous stuff has been, and it's a really interesting album. But it's heavily produced, and it does not lend itself to their style of live performance at all. Uh, and so it was a little bit of a weird disconnect like if you know what gotcha. they sound like to hear what they sound like live and um that's what a lot of people yeah. thought about like tegan and sarah when they changed their kind of their yeah. type of music from like a folk to more of like a pop mm-hmm. and yeah there was that that disconnect but i think they're still popular live despite the change in they the do a tone. fun live show yeah um but yeah so i mean i'm glad i got to see them um you know, it was it was weird looking forward to a concert for six months. I don't think I buy concert tickets that far in advance typically. Mm, um, yeah, you're ready for them. Yeah, and of course I went with Todd, and Todd doesn't love them that much, so um, I always feel bad dragging somebody to a show when they don't love the band. You saw it at the Forum, the Palladium, or the Palladium. Forum's huge. Uh, yeah, Palladium's still pretty large. You know, I mean, I'm used to more bands at like the El Rey or the Troubadour, which are you yeah, know smaller venues. Small. Um, but yeah, so that happened. I remember. Um, a story about the Troubadour, which I've never been to the Troubadour, but the only time I was ever asked to go to the Troubadour was years ago, and I think it was either a friend or it was for a date, and they mentioned this singer's name, and I was like, I do not want to see somebody named Lady Gaga. That does oh not sound interesting God. to me. <laughs> and years later, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I oh could have seen her God. up close and personal. Oh, that would have been so cool. Like, I, I love the Troubadour. I've seen some amazing shows there. Like, I actually got to see um, Crowded House there, which was really ah. cool. 
Um, and it was a very crowded house. It was a sold out show. Nice. Uh, but like, and I've also, I've gotten to see like, there's that one artist I really love, Nellie Mackay. Um, I saw her there and it was like, it was a weird night. There's, it's a longer story than I want to go into here, but like she had like a small freak out on stage and like the next day her label dropped her. But like at the same time, I got to hang out with her after the show because I wanted to meet her. And so, like, even though it was, a, cool. it was a tense situation because she was having bad relationships with um, her label at the time, Wait. and I worked for her label. Oh, shit. And <laughs> you worked for the enemy. I did. And, and like, she straight up referred to them as such, and um, I decided, you know what? I'm 21, and I don't make any decisions at this thing. I'm just here to promote this show. And as a fan, I'm going to do what I can to show my support. And so, after the show was done, I hung out, and I waited so I could meet her, and... Um, and it was awesome. I could get to hang out and like I got a hug. I got a photo. Oh, she, sweet. She signed some stuff for me. Um, and she was really appreciative that I stuck around even though she was very much, you know. She was fuming at the label. She, uh, totally. <laughs> and, she, and she was and but like she was excited that I stuck around to sort of like meet her anyway since I was a fan. So, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. And then um, also this weekend I watched two movies about strong women. Which two? So the fir- I saw one of them. Well, I know you saw one of them. I think you might have seen the other one already. Uh, Todd and I watched Moana. That one? Yeah, that one. <laughs> I love Moana. I love... Um, it was I fr- super cute. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but the crab. The big... The god. Oh, yes. He's yes, my yes. favorite. Yeah, the one voiced by Jermaine. Shiny. Yeah. yeah the that, shiny one. <laughs> that song was was really fun. <laughs> so good. Well, and of course, the, all I could think of when I saw that crab stomping around was like, this seems like a Dark Souls boss. And except for the whole singing about being shiny part. Oh, they don't do that in Dark Souls? They should. Like, I would love oh that. Oh my god, Dark Souls the musical off-Broadway. <laughs> Remember Evil Dead off-Broadway? Yeah. Oh, you're going to do it. The musical that had a splash zone? Yes. Um... Yeah, so we watched Moana, and then the other movie, I know you saw too. Yeah. And it's a, a little movie called Atomic Blonde. So, well, what'd you think? I liked it. I think the story was a little drawn out, but the action sequences were so fucking good. She was one dope superhero. She looks amazing, by the way. Yeah, she does. Like, <laughs> holy crap. She did every hair color in that movie, too. She, like, and she looked great. Oh, my God. Yeah, and um, and I have to say, like, I was, I was talking to somebody at work about this, and um, they're a little younger, so they didn't have this point of reference. Have you seen the movie Under Siege with uh, Steven Seagal? Steven Seagal, yeah. Okay. Oh, a hundred times. So, like, but yeah. back in the day. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. Well, and if, if memory serves, I believe throughout that entire movie, he gets one injury. One. He kills countless people. And... Well, this bitch gets beat up. Well, and like the one time he gets hit is when he's actually like on the like in the water on the side of the boat. I think someone drops like an anchor, and it hits his shoulder. It's not even like someone hits him. It's an accident. Yeah, it's a total accident. It's gravity that yeah, caused yeah, him to yeah. hit him. And um, and it's like the one injury he takes through the whole movie. Other than that, like he blocks every punch, and like he's he's this invincible Superman. And it's like okay, cool, whatever. I get it. You're a badass. Yawn. Uh, she. Gets her fucking ass kicked throughout this movie. It was, and like, she just kept fucking going. Uh, yeah. It, it was really cool. It, um, To me, well, okay, so a, I don't understand this, but a lot of people are comparing this movie to the James Bond films. Me, personally, I would have never made that connection. Really? To James Bond, ever, no. To me, it reminds me of a little bit of Alias, but more of The Long Kiss Goodnight. 
Do you remember? With mm-hmm. Gina Davis, Samuel yeah. L. Jackson. Yeah. Fucking amazing movie. Well, I think the, the parallels are happening because she actually works for MI6. She works for the same organization that Bond does. Okay. Like the British spy agency, MI6. I see. Like, that's why. Um, I mean, and she's a badass secret agent. But, and they've been talking about about recasting Bond right now. Well, who does um, Sydney Bristow work for in Alias? I never watched Alias. She's a, well, she's a double agent, triple agent. Does she not work for the CIA? Yeah. Okay. That's the the American. She works for Langley. Yeah. That's, that's, um, okay. But, but also, um, fuck, SD6. Okay. Which is like this underground, like posing as the CIA, but it's not really the CIA, but the CIA is sending her as a double agent into it to, well, just watch it. Yes, if you, I have, never if, that if show. you haven't seen Alias, you have to see it. It started J.J. Abrams' career. It's fucking epic. Yeah. I did, like, I liked Atomic Blonde. Um, yeah. Yeah. Story wise, a little more than it needed to be, but, um, Excuse me, that was so loud. Mm. Um, but uh, loudest can Kaboom. ever, right? That was Jesus, an aton- atomic can. <laughs> um, and but yeah, the 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 combat stuff, like the, all the the fighting, you know, it was just amazing. Nice, yeah, it was, yeah, and it was so fast, and it was very connected, and it didn't seem cheap. Yeah, it wasn't a cheap thrill. It was like, oh, I could actually imagine this happening. <laughs> she made it so real. That it made sense. And it also makes sense because the director was a stunt actor and coordinator for like a million different films. And he was half of the directing team that directed John Wick. Okay, yeah, John Wick. They split up so um, he could make Atomic Blonde and his directing partner could go make John Wick 2. Yeah. So I think they both turned out great. And I'm glad. I haven't seen John Wick 2. I saw the first one. It's good. Amazing. But yeah, I'm glad we got two great action movies this year instead of just one. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, I, I like the song a lot. And the soundtrack is so good. The soundtrack is amazing. And the, that um, slower version of 99 Red Balloons, but the German version, but the slower version mm-hmm. was so good. I have to find out who um, who sang that one. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure who, like, uh, Mondo, though, just announced they're doing the vinyl soundtrack. Oh, see, I might to have Atomic to get Bond. that. Well, I can't get a vinyl. What's the point? I don't have a fucking record player. Nice big artwork you can frame. Yeah, I could do that. It's pretty cool, and it has um has a lot of the original tracks, but also has the new fangled I saw covers the of stuff. picture that they're doing because they posted it on Instagram. Yeah, it looks good. Mm-hmm. They always get that same artist to do all the work. It seems uh, they use a they use a handful of artists. It seems like most of it's like the ones I'm interested in are that the same artist, and I don't know who it is. But anyway, but yeah. So yeah. I actually bought that last week. It hasn't shipped yet, but someday, Sweet. someday soon. That's exciting. But yeah, good soundtrack. Um, Todd didn't know it took place in the 80s, mm-hmm. um, which I guess yeah. it, it doesn't make it very clear in the um in its advertising. Gotcha. Although I knew it was based on the comic series uh the coldest city yeah. which coldest city it's about the Russia. cold war and yeah it's about and the it cold takes war so place i place during the berlin wall yeah the fall of the, of the wall the fall yeah so so yeah well done atomic blonde yeah very nice i loved it yeah so what else have you been up to well um i actually wanted to <laughs> okay so you know those huge beetles you see all over LA. Oh, I saw your Instagram story of that. Okay. I wasn't on board. You seemed to be okay with that, and I was not. Well, they, a ton live in this tree right outside here, so okay. I see them all day, every day now, and they used to fucking freak me out. 
So um, the movie that I did, Eve, um, was filmed part of it in San Diego. And the whole time we were filming that film, those fucking bastard bugs would follow me onto set and everywhere. They have, like, for some reason, they just want to come and hang out with me. And I don't know <laughs> what it is. So while they were filming, I was literally silent screaming, running back and forth <laughs> like a mad person. And you would never know that all this chaos was happening while this, like, very soft moment was going on in the uh, film. Now I just want to imagine that whenever any movie is being filmed, that there's you running around behind the camera, like, as Literally. if you're just muted, but, like, screaming, running around, no. being chased by bugs. Yeah. I was ducking. I was, like, hugging the feet of, like, all the camera people. I was, it was, I was deathly afraid of them because I had no idea what kind of monsters were set loose on me. But... <laughs> Um, this year, I was at Comic-Con, and the same thing was happening. They were just, like, wanting to play with me. And so I was watching this, um, the Magic Wheels, which I talked about last week, where the kids had, in the wheelchairs, they got their superhero um, cars, the Justice yeah. League cars. And this woman who was next to me, she's like, I think they might be your spirit animal. And I was like, I can have an insect as a spirit animal? And she's like, yeah, they seem to really like you. And it doesn't make any sense because they're not bothering anybody else. They just want to come to you. You must have like sweet blood or something. I was like, fuck. So I looked it up and it's under the scarab beetle. So I think ancient Egypt. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty dope. But um, the meanings of this beetle are creativity, check, cleanliness, double check. I'm a Virgo. Um, adaptation, so I can adapt to any circumstance. Great, because there I am screaming behind a movie <laughs> yeah. as it's rolling, and I'm fine. I'm not screaming out loud. I'm adapting. Uh, uniqueness, duh. Metamorphosis and wow, transformation. Jesus, <laughs> what the fuck? On the nose. <laughs> okay, so I guess it makes sense that that would be my spirit animal, those scarab beetles. That's pretty neat. Yeah. And now, now that I, I look at them, they still fucking freak me out, but I have a new sense of, 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 of connection to them. Nice. So, yeah. So, and then, um, what else is up with me? Uh, Trump is trying to ban me from the military, and I was just about to join. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a really very interesting week politically. Yeah. There's been a lot of changes. I feel like by the time this episode comes out, Oh, this will be a uh, dust in the wind. Who knows what's going to happen in the next fucking two days? Like today, we had uh, we'll have a brand new cabinet. Yeah, today the mooch was is gone already, and he's only been there for ten days. Doesn't break my heart. Um, no, especially somebody who had no clue what they were doing in office. Well, and like the the funniest thing about him, did you hear his wife filed her divorce at like nine months pregnant? Like she was ready to have this kid, like ready to go, and she was like, She's and she like, served him with I divorce just papers. Don't want it with you. Yeah, she <laughs> she served him with divorce papers last week. No, I think she had the kid like yesterday or something, and like, yeah, you can't yeah. trust a man like that. Yeah. So I mean like no, yeah, she she's done with him and which is wow. hilarious given that like their kid is hap just happened. Jeez. Um yeah, you know it's you know he's awful when like when you're dumping him right before having his child. Yeah, no. She's like, I don't want to raise my kid around that right? evil. So um, But yeah, Trump yeah. banned trans people from what well, well, 
It was a tweet, first of yeah, all. Yeah, he made a declaration of it, which didn't it like started the... as a tweet, and it's still, as far as I know, just a tweet. So it's all hearsay, not hearsay, but it's all just like him, you know, farting on Twitter. It's him not understanding how government works. Yeah, and so um, he said transgender people are no longer going to get health care. Which means hormones and maybe therapy, who knows, depending on the person. Because it costs too much. Really, bitch? Your one vacation costs more than a whole year of hormone therapy for 15,000 military um, professionals. Well, and like, weren't they saying, like, what? Yeah, because it's only, like, it, it's a really low number of how much it actually costs, right? Isn't it like 2.5 million or something like that? Uh, it was closer to like. Yeah, like fifteen million. Okay, but like they spend was it eighty per year or forty yeah, or something? That was like, like a ten year plan. But the, they like but they spend like forty or eighty. I'd forgotten the number, but it's yeah. more on Viagra. Oh yeah, than they do. You know, it's yeah. They spend more on Viagra, and who are those men fucking each other? Yeah, like the boner pills. Like come on, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. No. Yeah. So, I mean, I think people who want to be on Viagra should get it, too, because maybe it is great for the mind as well. Keeps the mind, the blood pumping. You know, but it but is ridiculous to on. draw a distinction like that. If you're going to stop one of them, stop the Viagra and not the hormone therapy, please. Well, and, and also, like, yeah, there was a thing saying, like, oh, yeah, it's like 0.0014% of military budget. It's so negligible. It really doesn't. Yeah, a drop in the bucket. Well, and, and someone was saying that, like, the military is actually the the largest employer of transgender individuals Jeez. like you know it's anywhere from 10 to fifteen thousand people like they are by far the organization that yeah. hires the most and you know what despite your beliefs or how you feel about trans people we fucking work our asses off if we put our mind to something we will do it 100 percent. well so and it's coming from what a five-time draft dodger right Exactly. And no one in his family. Who wears diapers to play tennis. <laughs> <laughs> his his granny panties. <laughs> and then the, just to a, a little bit further, um, then he said, okay, and now no trans people can actually enter the military anymore. So not only did he take away the health care from people in the military, he wants to ban people, trans people, from entering the military. And the the military is like, okay, this all came from a tweet. It's not official. It's not an actual order. We're not going to take this as anything serious. It is hilarious watching everybody be like, "Bish, you crazy. We're not doing this." Yeah, this and this. Yeah, you you fooling. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> basically, no, it is it is kind of like crazy to just see him make these crazy bold declarations. Of course, you know everyone always does accuse him though of being like really establishing like the noise machine to distract from what else he's actually doing, and that's always I think that's a very real concern that you know this could just be a distraction from what real damage he's doing somewhere else. Yes. Oh, yeah. So true. So. Yeah. yeah. That's awful. Yeah. Um, so what are you playing? Well, actually, hold on. The, the, oh. One other thing I'm up to, I guess, right now, it's like, so um, I'm I'm going uh, into surgery. Oh, the, yeah. Tom- no, the day this comes out, Wednesday. Yeah. I'm going in. Going in, coming scared. out. Brand new. I'm scared, but it'll be good. Scared. Yeah, let me just, you know. Is, is, there, is it a high-risk surgery? No, no, not at okay. all. Like, it's just, good. I just hate general anesthesia and... Yeah. I'm not looking forward to the recovery, and I hate to miss three days of work. I'm that weird person who kind of likes getting put under. Oh, I fucking hate it. 
I mean, it's just like the smoothest sleep you ever get. It's like so peaceful. But the friends you come out of it feeling like crap. Yeah, but for the better. <laughs> <laughs> Which I am I am excited, like just to get it done. Um, but yeah, at the same time, oh don't don't want to. But no. it needs to be done. So yes. um yes, yeah, so like right now it's I keep trying to figure out like I'm trying to set up uh what Todd and I are referring to as my nest. Now, like, we're trying to figure out, like, the right corner of the couch and how we're going to set it up. So I'll have, like, um, a power strip with all of my chargers nearby. And, like, I'm making sure, like, the switch is updated and, like, my iPad's ready to go. And I have all the remotes and just, you know, that, like, all my controllers are around and charged. So yeah. I'm like, ready to go. Yeah. Um, we've been planning, like, what shows we're going to watch. Sweet. Um, I think we're going to try to get through season two of, of uh, Fargo. Oh, okay. I need to see season one because I hear it's great. It is so good. Yeah. But like we we're such monsters in that we we never watch season two or three. Uh, and our like our neighbor actually writes for oh. that show, and like we love him, and we can't talk to him about his work because we haven't watched it. And um, catch up. Yeah, for how much we love season one, we were really surprised we didn't watch. Yeah, season that two. was like me with Orphan Black. I mean, not Orphan Black with them. Um, 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 the Victorian one. With the monster. Penny Dreadful? Penny Dreadful. I saw the first season. I loved it. And I never got to the second season. So I need to get on that boat. Oh, sure. Todd loved that show. And he actually marathoned. I want. I think it was only three seasons total, I think, right? I, yes, I think so. He, he marathoned like one and two and I think half of season three. And then I guess he just stopped. Gave up. And he's like, I need to go back. I liked it. I don't know why I stopped. But, yeah. Weird. Um, but yeah, so like we've been plotting like, you know, just what movies we're going to watch at home and like what TV shows we're going to watch because like... Officially what? I mean, the first day is going to be kind of a bust. I'm probably going to be a mess from the anesthetic or anesthesia. But like uh, Thursday, Friday, I'm going to be uncomfortable, but probably aware. And then um, Saturday, Sunday, it's a weekend. I'll probably be on the couch anyway. Yeah. So because I have an excuse to recover. I'm not supposed to lift anything. And, and... you get to kind of dictate what happens for the yeah, day. I get to be like queen of the day. Totally. Todd was <laughs> like, do you want to get a bell? Should I get you a bell so you can ask me for things? Yes. I was like, I have a phone. Oh, yeah. But I, the bell's more fun. The bell, well, I'll get a bell app on my phone probably and just like <laughs> shake the phone. The shame bell. From, exactly, yeah. From Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> and when he doesn't answer, shame. <laughs> shame. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's more of what's happening. Um, so although it is funny, like our house right now is full of people that are having problems or, you know, creatures that will be wounded because, yeah, I'll be recovering from surgery. And right now Braddock has a little booty on one of her feet. Oh no! She, she broke her toes. She fell down. Like she, like I don't know if her nail got caught in the car, in the the floor, like in a seam in the uh -huh. floorboards or what, or she's just a klutz and fell over. But she, um, because her back feet went out from underneath her when she was running, and um, she tore the <laughs> quick of one of her nails and she was bleeding Ooh, everywhere. Fuck! It's so, like Todd and I like wrapped it Ooh, up. That sounds awful. We wrapped it up and and I you cut know, myself too and cleaned it. No. Yeah. And um, after a couple of days, it just really didn't get any better. So we took we took her to the vet, and um, now she's on antibiotics, pain medication, and her foot is wrapped in a neat little like, hot pink booty. Oh she's no! Very, she's very cute, but she oh, hates Brad. it. You're hates giving it. her yummy food. To she does her get over. she gets extra treats. Well, and she gets her pills and spreadable cheese. So she's oh, very she's excited happy. right now. About this cheese. is a very good time for her. Yeah. When I feel like when we're, <laughs> whenever we stop giving her pills, I like slowly wean her off. The spreadable cheese by giving her like half the amount I normally would, uh -huh. like once a day, just to be like, Here's she remembers, <laughs> you know, just so she doesn't think she only gets cheese when she's getting pills. The North remembers, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, well, yeah, what do you plan? Um, 
Well, I just finished Until Dawn. <gasps> and I am obsessed with that game. And it's I kind of want to go through it, it again to see like the other sorts of deaths that happen. In How it. many people died? Oh, well. <laughs> How many? What did you do to those I, poor children? I only had three survivors. Oh, my. Who are your survivors? Uh, my survivors were Chris. Who's that? Was the blonde. Hayden Panettiere. And Chris, the guy. The guy. Oh, the glasses. The, glasses. the nerdy guy. Okay, yeah. yes. And Emily. The bitch. The bitch. And Ashley. Redhead. Yes. Okay. <gasps> Those are your only three survivors? And I feel like they're the worst three. <laughs> oh, my God. I got, like, the worst three. I got, like, um the millennial edition survivors. <laughs> oh, my God. What I a know. rough way to finish that game. Wow. It was rough. It but I loved it. That game is so great because like we've said before, it's like playing a film. Yeah. And it's like so many odes to like 80s and 90s um, slasher films. It leans into the tropes real hard. All of them yeah. from like from like the serial killer to the cabin in the woods to being stuck in the mountains to uh, what else is there to like demonic possession. It's got it all in there. Yeah. It's um, so good. Yeah, I mean, Todd watched 100% of my playthrough. Yeah. Because he has wanted to watch it. Um, it's like an eight-hour movie. And, like, there were some legit scares, too. Like, there was one... Oh, fuck, I got fucking frightened so many times. Th- during one of the Emily sequences, I actually, like, it. I tensed up with the controller, and I went... Which oh. one? I went, ah! It's, uh, it, I think this game's old enough that we can well, kind of give away some shit. Yeah, like, uh, it, well, she's on the run from the creatures okay. that the, the game eventually reveals. And yeah. I um, uh, I think I was ready to take a left to go down a certain path. And as soon as I hit left, the camera just panned over to the right and, like, this thing oh, popped in the face. Fuck. And it was, it was such a simple, stupid scare. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. I got scared by the damn ghost woman. She just pops mm. up in the screen. Like, you know, one of those dumb little videos you get on your phone where it's like oh look for the cat in the picture and you're looking and you're like intensely staring at it and then this like monster comes and goes <laughs> like that the, thing happened to me the, the scene where um chris is going it's pretty early when he's going through the house on his own to find a way to thaw the lock uh-huh that yeah. scene that scene scared me a lot uh the the big scare it has. Wait, to thaw the lock? Yeah. Um, well, maybe in your game it wasn't like this, but um, uh, Chris, mm-hmm. yeah, gets he gets um, let into the house through like a window, and he's going through the empty house so he can get something to melt the ice in the lock so everybody can get in through the front door. I don't remember that. It's great. There's something under the sink. Oh, no, I didn't get that. Oh, shit. It was really fun. Oh, um, fuck that. You need to play this game again. But it's awesome. um, I made up a little thing to go with the deaths of my characters without oh. saying what the deaths are. But so this is what happened to my characters. I had two deaths in oh, my game. I had a lot. Yeah. They all survived list. except for two of them. God. Well, Mike. Mike. Mike the jock. Who, the jock. He shouldn't have had those beans. Okay. Samantha. That's she, his girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's Hayden, right? No, the blonde girl. Oh, yeah, Samantha was with the pigtails. Yes. The one who screams that they're going to fuck. Yeah. She couldn't stomach it. Joshua. That's Mr. Robot Guy. Yes. He was ahead of his game. Oh. Matthew. The black guy. 
Yeah, the black jock guy with the um, Letterman jacket. Yeah, yeah, with the bitchy girlfriend. Yeah, and he's hot too, Matthew. Damn. Mm-hmm. He got the hook. And Jessica... No, Jessica's pigtail girl, I think. Uh, yeah, so Samantha is Hayden. Samantha is Hayden. Yeah. Okay, okay, so... Uh, this is okay so pigtail girl uh yeah jessica just fell a little flat towards the end mm-hmm. so that's that's my rundown of what happened to my characters my two were uh yeah jessica and uh joshua ah. the j names the j a's like you know starts the j ends with an a you're gonna die joshua and jessica. jessica those are my two deaths i actually wanted to play it again so i could get everybody to survive because I was so close on both of them. Yeah, there was one I was really sad that didn't survive, and that was Mike. Mm. He was just anyway. So yeah, I really, I really did like that game. Yeah. So what are you playing? Um. So I'm still playing Dark Souls. It's still happening. Sweet. I'm. Uh, last week I was five bosses in. This week I'm six bosses in. Mm. I've taken out one more. Not as much progress as I would like. But I but finally it's one of those long games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got through Blight Town, which uh, Blight Town is an area that's like extremely dark, really hard to navigate. Everything in it causes fucking poison or toxic buildup. Um, it's above a giant swamp that is poisonous. Your frame rate drops into the low teens at times. Like the game runs like balls in Blight Town and is fucking not fun. Is there just so many moving parts to it, or the game? Yeah, the game wasn't really optimized very well for the hardware. Like mm-hmm. it tried to. It it's very lofty in what it tries to pull off, and it can't really keep up with it. Gotcha. That's why a lot of people play on the PC because it's so it's a smoother experience. Yeah, but I like the console thing just because of ease of of being able to play it. Um, but yeah, so suck it, Blight Town. I'm done with you. Suck it. Um, suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> and then um, as part of my convalescence coming up, I got my copies of Splatoon 2. Oh, everybody's writing about that right now. I've heard it's really fun. Yeah. And I also got a copy of... I hey, heard there's a whole thing about ketchup and mayo in there. That's a poll they have right now, of which is better. Yeah. Mayo all the way. Mayo better than ketchup. Yeah. Okay, why? Because I like both equally. No, it's, I mean, I, so I, you need to be my tiebreaker. I do like them both, except I feel like mayo is more usable in more context. Ketchup is very much like ketchup. It tastes like ketchup and that's it. Yeah. Mayo, you can turn into an aioli and like, I like it just mm. on like a normal sort of like sandwichy sandwich. I like it on a burger. I like it's good in tuna. I like dipping my fries in it. Well, in Argentina, that's what they do. Yeah, and they, they do it in mayo. Holland too. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, I mean, like, mayo is, for me, it's a much more versatile. Like, I wouldn't put ketchup on, like, a sand, like a deli sandwich. But I put mayo on it. And I'll put mayo on a burger, though, which I do put ketchup on. God, I do love ketchup. I'd be so torn. I'd have to really sit down and consider my options (laughs) if I had to do this. I I like ketchup, but it's a little overpowering compared to mayo. I don't know. But, yeah, like, but Miracle Whip can fuck off forever. I like Miracle Whip. I it's cannot. Like the, it's like the dill pick or the sweet pickle version of mayo. <laughs> Maybe that's actually why I don't like Miracle Whip because I don't like pickles. Uh, oh. But um. But yeah, I don't know. Miracle Whip, it's it's sweet and weird. There's something about it I just don't like. Yeah, it has that particular taste. Did you have it as a kid? Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't mind it as it Well, I had it once as a kid and I really hated it. And I was like, what is this? And this, uh, I think it was my aunt. Like made the sandwich that had it, and I was like, "What is this?" And she Are was you like, "Sure, she didn't put the cool whip in there on accident." <laughs> no, I was like, "What is this?" And she said, "She was like, oh, it's mayo." And so I thought I hated mayo. Oh, she tricked you. And then later, I like as uh, you know, like 
I guess an adult, I tried something with an aioli and I was like, this is amazing. I was like, you know, that's just mayo with like pesto sauce mixed in because it was a pesto aioli. And I was like, do I like mayo now? It's really, this is really good. So one me over. Interesting. But yeah, I'm excited about Splatoon 2 with its fun poles. Is that only on the the Switch? Yes, only on the Switch. (sighs) Splatoon 1 is on the Wii U. Yeah, see, I don't know when I'll play that then. Well, maybe I can bring my Switch over. Because I hear it's good. I mean, we always say we are going to do things. Well, yeah, we need to be better about that because, like, hopefully someday I'll actually get to make plans. And you I know. know. You're very busy. Yeah, I'm hoping that's going to... I mean, it's good to be busy, and I like yeah. being busy, but at the same time, uh, I'm trying to figure out a better balance. Yeah. Because everyone, even, even like, my boss tells me that I need to figure out that balance better. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I also got Hey Pikmin. For the 3DS. Ooh, yes. Which, I mean... Pikmin's I, great, too. And this... The game's All getting... All the cute games are out. Right? And Hey, Pikmin's getting extremely sort of middle-of-the-road reviews. Okay. But um, I am still excited to... I'm excited to play it. Because uh, I really, really, really liked um, Pikmin 3. Yeah. Because like, I liked one, but I hated the timer. I actually never played two, but I hear Was it's really good. Was the first one on the GameCube? The first two or- were. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I definitely played the first one. And like the second one I hear is better because it brought in two-player co-op. They got rid of the daily timer thing. And it's just a, a better game, I hear. And Do then you know what game I love? Pikmin 3 was great, though. Gosh, cool. yeah. What game I love, though, and I can't remember if it was the GameCube or is the N64, was Bomberman 3D or Bomberman? Bomberman 64 was on the 64. Oh, 64. That's what, okay. Yeah. Well, that's the I mean, one. <laughs> I, would say, I would say most platforms got a Bomberman, though. Like, Fuck, there, there I was love probably Bomberman. A, there was probably a Bomberman for the uh So the there GameCube will be one for well. the Switch, too. There already is. Oh. I believe. Oh. Like, I want to say it was a launch title, I think. Nobody's ever brought it up in my circle of friends. Well, I remember, like, uh, when the Switch came out and Todd and I were, yeah, Super Bomberman R came out for the switch mm. um when uh when wow. we got when we got our switch uh todd was like oh what's this game and i was like bomberman he was like is it good the multiplayer was really good well, in 64 i was never a fan of bomberman because i never fully understood the rules of it gotcha and so um it always was like way too fast and like i always just failed for reasons that were beyond me and it just drove me crazy so i was like eh. i love those types of puzzle games well so i spent a lot of time playing like you know choo choo rocket and like other sort of you know like i actually played a lot of wet tricks which is kind of terrible did you play like the lost vikings i never played lost vikings uh, that was i played a, a lot of lemmings of- Oh, Lemmings, yeah. Um, and then was uh, even N64. I played Tetrisphere, which was actually quite good. Hmm. It was it was Tetris on a sphere. It was 3D Tetris. I and I played 3D Lemmings for PlayStation, the first one. Mm. That was difficult because the camera was the angles sucked. Mm. So to try to get those Lemmings up like a tower that's 3D and having to like circle <laughs> the tower, it was just so confusing. Sounds like it was trying to be something that it really couldn't pull off yet. Yeah, maybe now. Yeah, so got lots of games planned out for my time on the couch. Yeah. And uh, last night, I started playing a game that um, someone, I think someone mentioned, tagged us on Instagram, saying that it should be like an assignment yeah, for us. Yeah, I, mean, I was trying to look who that it was, was. Oh, it was Quill Gaming, Quill, I believe. Quill, yes, Quill Gaming. Um, Thank you. Yeah, so uh, they said that it, it should be an assignment for us to play Dream Daddy. And... Dream I started. Daddy-ed. I started playing Dream Daddy. Oh, you started. I started last night. I played like maybe an hour. Okay, tell. Do tell. Um, well, uh, it's interesting because like it is 
you know, like those dating simulator type things, like yeah. they're real strange in how like sort of suggestive, but very overall, very PG they are. Like it's always kind of funny. I feel like it should be going yeah, in a much more saucy direction. It's, yeah, it's like soft porn for kids. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a little weird. I mean, and it, I'm just fascinated the fact that like the game pretty much is creating this world where you hit on hot dads and they're all like they're all gay i guess or at least hetero flexible are they all gay uh, well i mean I, I i've heard that you can't romance some of them or like some of them are just there and they're just hot yeah like, you can't you can't smooch them i know there's one i thought i think that is just straight and kind of more narrow-minded well and that could be i haven't encountered I, i've only played an hour okay but like in the time that i've played um many of them seem to be you know, pretty into me. Uh, the right, the writing is funny. So, um, and I, haven't played I slept yet. with one already. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. So then can you please tell me since I haven't played it yet, obviously you're not playing one of the kids of the dads. No, you play as a dad um, and you have to make your own character. So you're playing as a dad trying to romance other men. Yes. So can you um, customize a female character? Not that I could tell. They seem to have three different body types. Although one of them actually made me wonder because there's like, I forgot what the three body types are, um, but there was very specific language to it that confused me at the time. Hmm. Um, and so um, let me see if I can figure it out. Um, but yeah, like. It, yeah. Because well, I want to go into the story about. Yeah, no, and what I'm happened to me, and I'm trying to actually see if I can figure something out. Um, hmm. well, I can't find the thing. Um, I can't find the thingy. <laughs> yeah, because like I was trying to figure out, like the I'm trying to see if I can find online something about the character customization. Of course, I didn't bring my computer. Like the language of like how they because um, identify the characters. There's three body types you can choose. Gotcha. Um, and one of them's more like. Berry type. The other one's a little more athletic, and then um, I've forgotten what the third one is. Androgynous, though. or I'm trying to figure out exactly what the body type was. There's a mm. very specific term, and I can't remember what it mm. is now. So, um, anyway, keep on going. Yeah. Well, okay. So it's funny that you mentioned that game in particular, Quill Gaming, because about a week before you um, told us about it. I was contacted by my friend named Brent. And apparently, and he was like, hey, have you played this game? Go play it. And I was like, okay, I'll get to it when I get to it. Well, he is the executive producer that helped help create the game. He um, heads Game Grumps. And so he was like, so have you, this week he was like, have you played um, Dads yet? And I was like, no, not yet. He's like, well, you need to get on it. And I said, why? Why is it so important? And he's like, because we made a tweak because of you. I was like, what do you mean a tweak because of me? He's like, I wanted them to change a character in the game because I know you and I wanted you and um, trans people to be represented in the game. And I was like, really? You have me in the game? And it's not actually me, but the character does fit my community and i thought it was really sweet that he would kind of have me in mind when creating this game that's like a super smash hit right now yeah so that's kind of like my story but well and my yeah my hat's off just because it like 
the game is already very, very um, controversial. <laughs> well, it's very, it's very progressive, just in its, yeah. its general concept of like, just even like the the description of it. it's like a game where you can date hot dads. Yeah, like, and it's not, it's clearly not leaning entirely into heteronormative kind of stuff. It's not saying that you, you know, this is a game for women where you date dads. Yeah, um, I guess even in the cu- character customization, you can make a trans character so the word i was looking for because like uh there's six actually character types types and there's like athletic uh it's like athletic tank top bod and the next one is athletic binder bod oh yeah binders for a trans man yeah so it's for what uh ftm right yes female to male yes okay so um or a gender or somebody who's androgynous okay it it depends. So like, yeah, non-binary it, conforming. Non-binary, yeah. Um, so. And so yeah, like because I was trying, I I so when I first read the 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 body types, the it didn't make sense to me. I I didn't know the language, mm-hmm. and of course, as soon as I talked to you more, I was like, oh, wait a minute, I think that's what that entire bottom row was, yeah. where um it just made so much more sense now. Yeah. And so um, yeah, so I think that's probably like an implication at least of like. You know, some remnant of of this very of of this group, yeah, represented there, which is pretty cool. Uh, not to toot my own horn, but that's because of me, y'all. <laughs> me, <laughs> but no, that's real. It, it it made me feel like, oh, somebody paying attention. See, it does. It takes all you have to do is know one person, and you feel like you want to contribute. Yeah, and you want to actually represent people. Yeah. So, oh, Brent. But yeah, the, the, the what game, are we gonna do with you? The game, <laughs> the game seems very, very cute. And actually, uh, I'm, I, I won't say I'm friends with him because we're not that close. But like, uh, one of the people who was a, a writing contributor for it, he actually um did my previous podcast, and we oh. and we're Facebook friends and stuff oh, from sweet. there. So um yeah, like he uh, so I'm you know friendly in the with loop, one of the writers yeah. yeah and so um yeah like so i started playing dream daddy which you know it's i'm gonna play it and especially because of you know my connection to him and then my connection to the game which and it runs on exists. max so you can play it on your computer yeah so i mean i should get a download code you know uh, well I, th- I feel that's a given you should have a download yeah so give it yeah a download yeah code. that's what i'm thinking so dear universe yeah or uh <laughs> one guy in particular yeah he's also the one who got me the um, titanfall 2 code back in the day when we were talking about titanfall 2 that is a more expensive game than dream daddy that is but he didn't make that game he did not he made this one so <laughs> nice yeah so that's what i'm that's what i'm playing right now yeah cool so i'm playing an assignment uh, from from a Instagram comment. Yeah, I'm going to play it too coming up this week. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Or it's definitely something because I'm going on vacation in a week or a week and a half. Yeah, load to that up Santa on that laptop. Cruz, and I'm going to be playing that up in Santa Cruz. Well, picking up some daddies. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is funny though. Like, uh, you know, um, yeah, so far I have uh, I've bedded one of the daddies. Which one? Uh, his name is Robert, strangely enough. I found out his name afterwards. Huh. Um, you bedded yourself. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's funny. I've, so far of the dads, I do think he's the most attractive. Very nice. Um, but uh, it, it is really, like, you know, it's it's just the whole thing's really funny. And But, like, as hot as he may be, ugh, 
guy with kids mm. that's not my style see and i love a hot dad oh and i just can't that's totally me. like a, i'm just at, terrible with kids at disneyland i am oh well dilfs of I'm disneyland a, is i am a, in heat at disneyland <laughs> well, you, you do follow dilfs of disneyland on on instagram right shit no but i am right now i'm gonna add them right now dilfs at disneyland Til, dilfs of disneyland i believe DILFs is the, of disneyland. the thing thank you lord jesus i need this in my life <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay I'm all about that life. <laughs> I'm all about a hot single dad. Like, I will be your mother child. Trust me. And wait, what, what is it? Christina, nobody said life is fair. I'm bigger and I'm stronger and I'll always beat you. <laughs> oh, in so many ways, she'll always beat you. Oh, so good. <laughs> so anyway, dream daddy. It's happening. Um... But yeah, so uh, I got some vinyl news, or do we want to do our? Do you want to learn something? Ooh, first? Yeah, let's learn something. It's time to learn. Yeah. So your word of the week is actually French. My word of the week. It's our word of the, the week. The word of the week. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's better. It's the world's. This is the world's knowledge. Yeah, it's a word of the week for <laughs> everyone. Okay, your guess of the week. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Yikes. Uh, I'm going to fuck this up because it is French. Balion. How you spell it? B-A-L-L-O-N. Almost okay. like balloon. But yeah, only one O. And Frenchy. Yeah. Ballon. Ballon. Sorry for my, my awful French people. I've never took French. I took Spanish. Um, It's funny. I'm trying to think of other words like that, like ballast. But I don't even know what a ballast is. Well, uh, can I give you a hint? Sure. Is so, it a noun? It's a noun. Okay. And it has to do with a game I'm going to, that I did start playing, but I haven't talked about it yet because I want to talk about it after I finish it. Bound. Mm. So the, it's related to that. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. Is it some sort of dance move? Yeah. Like, what? what is it? Well, tell me. The lightness and grace of movement that makes a dancer buoyant. Oh, ballet. Yeah. That to makes total sense using that same sort of root. Yeah. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. I don't know how. What a graceful word. Us Americans are going to use we, ballon well, it, in everyday language. You can't use it without sounding like a pretentious like an asshole. asshole. <laughs> yeah. Like just you are going to be that guy or that like people are just like, really? <laughs> they said ballon. Hashtag asshole. <laughs> Seriously, what a pretentious Dick. <laughs> I love how we're coming with the same adjective. Yeah, I love it. We, we, we come to the same sort of conclusion of just what the dickhead somebody Ooh. is. All right, then. Well, um, on to equally pretentious things. Yes. Uh, on the vinyl frontier, various news. Um, so, yeah, just today, actually, um, my copy of the Undertale soundtrack rearranged for piano came from I Am 8-Bit. So, very excited about digging into that. Sunlight. Um, so, now I have the Undertale and Undertale piano version. Wait, so you said you're friends with the I Am 8-Bit people. Yes. Can we have them in here? Yes. Totally. Oh, my God. They did my, my old podcast a couple years ago. That'd be so much fun. They're super great. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, yeah. Have, to, we have to bother them. Yes. Um, and then, um, from Mondo, the Contra two-color version arrived today yeah because i ordered that before i knew the awesomeness that you pulled off in getting me the tricolor so, so now i got both the tricolor has yellow orange and red like the c in contrast so what's the 
the duo color blue hat. and red like the tank top colors of your oh players. shut it down yeah they're both really cool that's pretty fucking cool yeah so that is uh yes yeah, so, and a I, smart planet and i want to say the tricolor is also the konami colors uh, like the logo oh yeah okay yeah they're, they're doing it all see i was thinking why didn't they do like the c on the record That'd because be it's you know it's shape of a c almost yeah like a yeah like, like a the fire or c. like a photo di- or a picture disc yeah that would have made sense mm. I'm probably hanging on to that for super c and, or do like the clear vinyl with the mm-hmm. c oh that'd be dope watch super c will probably have like a, a although i don't i don't think mondo ever does picture discs oh they no, just, I think about it. They just do color variants. Like the tie-dye yeah. kind of situations. Which you can't really totally control how it turns out. They're all a little different. Yeah. But still, very neat. Um, and then also, uh, this weekend, I actually picked up from my local independent record store the soundtrack to Watch Dogs 2, mm. featuring music by Hudson Mohawk. Um, I really like that game, and I like the soundtrack, so I was really excited about that. It, that's a record store day exclusive i think they only made 1300 pieces nice so very excited about that one so those are all the things that have arrived recently in my video game collecting vinyl world well i can't wait for the atomic blonde it's oh it's gonna be great yeah. i'm very excited about i want to see what that disc looks like too i believe it is if like, it's hot pink i will die i believe it is uh like a sort of um neon 80s neon blue god that's so good yeah like that turquoisey blue <gasps> Here, i'm just gonna pull up the 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 image yeah i you, need I'm it gonna... in my life yeah. it's speaking of color the neon colors in that film the lighting was amazing because it played off of her um blonde hair so well yes. i was so excited there's the cover for it um oh that's not the one i was thinking then Oh, the, it's a blue and yellow swirl. Hmm. Now I'm like, what was... And there's no photos of the actual disc. Surprising. Weird. Now I'm thinking, what was the um, atomic blonde that I saw that had nothing to do with what you just showed me? I don't know. Something, are you crazy? Did you dream that? I didn't dream it, but I don't know where I saw it. Maybe it was an independent artist that I follow. Oh, it could have been like some fan art. Yeah. Fuck. It was so cool, too. Well, no well, wonder, I, find no wonder it. I was like, it's an artist I always like. Yeah. If, if you follow the artist. And you're <laughs> like, you know, what like, the fuck are you talking all about? Right. Well, I, I, I could have been wrong. You know, so I'm willing to, I'm willing to smile and nod. Well, while yeah. you look that up, uh, there's also been announcements of two pieces of vinyl that I want real, real bad. I want it. Um, so one of them, uh, Out of This World, the old Amiga game that has been reissued umpteen times using a really cool art style. That just got announced. And the real thing that I want very, very badly, and I have no idea how I'm going to get it aside from just paying a markup. Thanks a lot, used guys. <laughs> um, Dark Souls is getting a nine-disc vinyl set. Shut. Nine discs? Nine. Damn. And I want to say it's 109 euro. So, so 200. That's about 200 bucks. And it unfortunately, it is only sold through, at least at this point, it's only available through the Bandai Namco website and only sold to people in europe so i will not be able to order it through their website for america um unless i like send it to someone in europe and then they ship it to me so i'm trying to see if i work my powers of evil or uh if i just 
watch eBay and pay a stupid markup, but I want it real bad. It, they say it's nine discs, but it looks like Dark Souls 1 is two discs, Dark Souls 3 is two discs, and Dark Souls 2 is four discs, which that only adds up to eight. So I have no idea what the ninth disc is. Jeez. Or if they're just wrong when they say how many discs it is. But it looks... I'm I'm very excited about it just because the soundtracks to those games are good. And, um, yeah, well, I want I'm, it. I'm not seeing the picture I was looking for, but I am seeing some dope fan art that I will be posting on our Instagram. That's really great. There's some good stuff in here. Yeah. So... All right, cool. So check our Instagram and Twitter because we'll be posting some Atomic Blonde fan art. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the Vinyl Frontier. That's all I got for that one. Oh, nice. And on graphic dream, <laughs> I really don't have anything except I will be reading um, the cold, oh, Coldest City. Coldest City. I was like, the Coldest War? No. The Coldest City. Yes, I'm going to get that for certain. And I also need to finish... Um, Volumes three and four of The Wicked and the Divine, and I will be talking about that series soon, too. Excellent. I think I've talked about it in the past, and then I'll update it later. So, yeah, that's all that's Graphic Jam right now. Nice. Yeah. So, on to uh, news. Yeah, the news. Do you have any... Uh... Well, I have something that's really kind of fucking funny, of course, because oh. you know how I find that shit. Uh, you, <laughs> all the headlines you find are always, like, my favorite thing. This one's from Men's Health Magazine. Oh. And it it's is... It's about how to get those six-pack abs for the summer. God. Because the summer's already happening, the, so... The atomic blonde out. abs. I fucking want those. She was ripped. She... Yeah. Yeah. She looked amazing. Um. So, yeah. So... Video game where characters pull out their penises is banned after complaints. What game is that? It's on Steam, of course. Steam has all the fun ones. And it's by Eek Games called House Party. And I'm just going to read this. House Party is a sex game in which you play the role of a man just trying to have a good time by trying to win the favor of people who could become your friends and even lovers. House Partiers often... Or no. House Party offers all sorts of charming features to help you accomplish this mission, such as the ability to pull out your penis in the middle of a conversation. It's like, let me mansplain something to you. Wamp. <laughs> That's all I say. What Mic drop. Yeah. Dick drop. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what to do with that. There, I guess there was just so much um, backlash from it that Steam pulled the game, and they're actually, I think, in a um, lawsuit right now. And the developer says, I don't consider the game pornographic, as it's not intended to titillate, but rather is intended to be a humorous and quirky game. And um, then they say, he then told Mashable that the game is about, um, in quotes, different choices rather than a determined mission to simply have sex. He also added that he felt the game's sexual objectification went both ways. Really? Can you pull your tits out too? <laughs> really? Well, it's, it, it is inter- like, it's interesting about the, um, like those types of games. I mean, this one just seems a little weird to me, but like there's a guy, I think his name's Robert Yang, who makes these sort of small uh game like not small i mean but like they're they're shorter game experiences they're not so much games as they are like interactive kind of statements yeah about various things and one of his that he did was um 
you are literally like in a public shower with other men and your job is to like rub them down <gasps> and stuff. And so good. And like while you do that though, like they talk to you and like they're way into it and all of a sudden they just Don't decide drop the soap. But then they decide like they're suddenly just done with you and then like they bail. And it's like the whole thing is like a sort of I, I haven't played it, but like um I read some articles about it and it got pulled from Steam due to nudity and stuff. Um and I think they just pixelated out the junk or something like that. But like he um but it's it's a bigger st- it, the whole game is kind of a statement about like male intimacy and uh bonding and like possible like internalized homophobia and stuff like it's but Uh. like male bonding is kind of generally very close but like until suddenly like you are somebody crosses the line or or until you're rejected in some way and so um there's that and then he did another game about uh dick pics and oh my um, god i need to follow this kid and then there's a the, the most recent game he did and this one i mean i i would love to read an actual article about like his real motivation on it but to me it seemed like a really interesting statement about um censorship hmm. um because he's had problems with his games in the past whenever it's actually portrayed a dick like you know um just because male nudity in games is still a little weird mm-hmm. for people um his most recent one um shit what's it called i think it's so it's in a bathroom. It's a uh, not the bathroom. It's called. I've got something for no, you, little boy. It's uh, the it, it, the tea room. I think the, it's the tea room. I believe and <laughs> like the tea bag room. But like you're in a public restroom, and you are like cruising. And when like you, I guess, make eyes at another guy or whatever, he'll walk up to you and like instead of a dick hanging out of his pants, though, is a flesh colored gun. And like it's this uh, idea that can like you squirt them. You no, know, the idea is like you, you like I guess you do something and then their gun goes off. Oh my but gosh! But like, but and so like I don't know if it's a statement of dick as gun or if it's actually a statement where like in America, my games get banned from fucking Steam for showing a dick. But instead, if I make a game where it's possibly suggesting that you are licking a gun coming out of a man's pants. That's totally That's okay. okay. And so I think it might be a statement about censorship. I'm not sure where his total motivation is. I'm kind of reading it as... I would say yes, censorship. As, uh, yeah, as how like a substitution of a dick... He seems to be pretty smart. Yeah, a substitution of a dick for an actual weapon is okay. Yeah. But a dick, not okay. And so, um, yeah, like he... like It's kind of fascinating just in like the world in which he lives and where it seems like he's making games as sort of these statement pieces... Um, I wonder if he's a gay man, if he's... I believe he is gay. He is gay. Huh. Well, because we've seen tits and bush in video games for years. Well, then, you know, we, I think in our first episode, I had a small list of games that actually showed yeah. Wang. So Yeah, but it's true. But it, they are few and far between. Like, when you see a dick in a video game, it's actually something special. Yeah, it is special. It is special. Yeah. So. It's a beautiful thing. A dick in a game. A dick in a box. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but yeah, uh, party trick dick showing. Yeah, it didn't make it on Steam. Bummer. Bummer. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. Hmm. Do you have any other news? That's it. Well, it's a good news story you had there. Thank you. I thought so. Um, I got a couple little things. Uh, Night Trap, has, it has a release date. Oh. And that release date is... August 15th, so it's in like two weeks. So. That'll be good. Mark your calendars. Night Trap, it's happening. Night Trap. Scary. Um, Back to basics. And uh, Limited Run Games is doing two 
uh, limited edition releases of it, physical versions, because it's meant to be digital only. But Limited Run Games is doing um, both a normal disc version and also like a version that actually looks like the original Sega CD box, kind of, and comes with like a poster and assorted Um, Mm bric-a-brac. But yeah, so Night Trap coming to PS4, I think PC, and uh, later coming on Xbox One. Not PSVR? No. <laughs> That'd <Bummer. be> cool. <laughs> um although you can play you can play any game in PlayStation VR. It just plays it like a giant screen. Gotcha. So it's kinda like sitting in an IMAX theater. But it huh. won't be like VR wrapping around and looking everywhere. Interesting. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, it's it's actually kinda cool. So you can watch like, you know, Blu ray movies that way or Netflix or whatever. Just so Oh, you, that's cool. Oh, I would watch Wonder Woman in VR. You don't have to tie up the T V that way. And also if you get Wonder Woman in three D, you can watch it in three D in the headset. That's dope. So, um, yeah, so that's a thing. Um, Speaking of a release, though, I will add that The Lost Legacy is coming out on August 22nd. We got a couple of podcasts before other things out, though. I guess we have have a couple before Night Trap comes out. Yeah. yeah, Just saying. Lost Legacy. It's going to be a thing. It's the beginning of August. Get ready. Um, It's coming out. So, also recently released, uh, Doomfist is the new character that has been added to Overwatch. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Doomfist is cool. now playable. Yeah, he's a melee character, which um, I guess Reinhardt is a melee character. Reinhardt, sort of. Yeah. I would say the ninja's kind of melee. But Genji has the Genji. shurikens. Yeah, but Reinhardt has the gun. No, Reinhardt has a shockwave. He has a hammer. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, there's not too many melee characters. Um, but yeah, so Doomfist, cool. new character. I haven't had a chance to play as him yet. But... What's what's his origin story? Uh, he is African. Okay, second African character they did in a row because Orissa. Oh yeah, is is African. Uh, first male add-on character. Oh, of, since of the four additional characters they brought to the game, there's been Anna, Sombra, Orissa, all female, and uh, and Doomfist. So. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, I'm excited about trying him out. Um, I don't know if he's gonna be my playstyle per se, but um, I do like a character that can just go in and take charge, though. So <laughs> he might be my jam. Well, and like he has some moves, I think, where he can like fly into the air and sort of like crash down, kind of like Winston. So um, yeah, I think you know what I never put too much time into that game but i never played wi- as winston and I, I think i might be a winston girl i don't like playing as winston very much but uh, like everyone who plays as winston fucking kills me so fast and yet as winston i die all the time doesn't john play winston i think he does well yeah. he's not a winston main but no. um he does use winston enough but like so one of my favorite game modes of overwatch is the one where it assigns a character to you and you play as that character until you die and then it randomizes and gives you another character oh good way to learn them it forces you to learn a lot of characters you don't normally use and it just reaffirms the fact that like i cannot play as Widowmaker. i'm fucking terrible oh i'm her. terrible but like it made me realize that i'm actually really good with reinhardt and i'm really good with may like and those are characters i oh, never I like choose may. to play as but you know when i'm forced to like, because, you know, often, like, in that random thing... Gotta build that ice wall. When there's some characters, you know, I play as for all of 30 seconds before I'm killed. And May, I was able to actually play long enough to get, I think, two or three ultimates mm-hmm. before the match ended. Like, I just didn't die as her. It was awesome. Yeah. I I think I'll try Winston, though. I... Give them all a shot. There's, like, 27 Well, because Winston's weapon is kind of like Mercy's healing weapon. Except yeah, the rather the it kills rather than heals. 
And I'm not too shabby with Mercy, so I'm thinking maybe I'll be dope with Winston. It can be cool. Yeah. Give it a go. Yeah. Flying monkey. I could do that. And then my last bit of news, and this is just a little bit of like fun I was having on the internets. The Emoji Movie came out. Oh, God. And, oh, my God. Watching the Rotten Tomato... Uh, Rotten Tomatoes and the Metacritic score. Miller must be pulling out his curly hair right now. <laughs> uh, one critic review said this movie is T.J. Miller's Ticket to Oblivion. Uh, but yeah, the um, reading the the shitty reviews and the numbers on Got Rotten it. Tomatoes and Metacritic was like Christmas. La- last I checked on Rotten Tomatoes, it had a zero percent rating. That was on Thursday. As of Friday, it went up to three percent, and I think now it's at like. 7%. Really? It has three positive reviews and they're all from like jimsreviews.com. Like they're yeah, some they're teeny bopper little or, or like dumb shit. Just like the Razzies. Or, we or, love it. <laughs> or old people that like honestly are just saying like is this thing safe to take your kids? It is. Therefore it's a good movie and it's like but it's not. Everyone knows it's bad. Yeah. Um and so and also a lot of times there are contrarian things like there's always one reviewer who will destroy an otherwise perfect hundred percent devil's advocate well it's a way of getting clicks if you're the one person why 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 did you have to say that's so great about this film if you're the one person who says that moonlight or get out is bad it's a strategy then people are clicking your review and you're driving up your clicks yeah and so like some of these people i think may have been doing that to drive up clicks some of these people may just have no taste could go either way um, but yeah, Rotten Tomatoes is no longer at this a zero. This will be their first and last post people read. <laughs> and uh, Metacritic, I want to say it has a 10% out of 100. Damn, Gina. That's so great. It's Unfortunately, though, it, it opened but, to not terrible numbers, which I'm, means we will get a sequel, probably. Well, even honestly, even the trailer sucked. If you're going to see a kid's movie, go see Trolls. Trolls was actually kind of cute. Did you see it? No. I I thought it was pretty cute. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, no, I couldn't. Like, I'm saying, if you're going to go see a kid's you movie. You want to borrow it? No. Oh, no, it's on Netflix. If you want to go see a kid's movie, watch Kubo. Mm. I'm all about those. Yeah, I need to see Kubo still. I'm all with those Leica movies. I love all of them. Yeah. So Paranorman was that. good. Coraline's good. Kubo Box is fantastic. Trolls. Box Trolls is grotesque and amazing. And amazing. Ugh. They'll get your Gouda. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, you know, Disney you can't really go wrong with. Uh, but then, Is like, Kubo Disney? No, Kubo was uh, from Focus Features, produced by Laika. Gotcha. So. Yeah, well, Disney, Moana. I, I was anti-Moana at the beginning. I will not. What? Why? How could you be? Because, okay, like, I think I'm... I hope I don't get a whole bunch of haters because of this because I like Pixar films. I'm not in love with Pixar films. Well, this is not a Pixar movie. I know that, but still. <laughs> well, Pixar, I feel. But I loved, I loved um, Frozen, and I don't know. It's 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 a and you liked Wreck-It I like Ralph, princesses right? like Disney princesses, and Moana is a Disney princess. She is. I just. I didn't get on board until I saw it, and I did see it in theaters, and when I saw it, I was instantly hooked. Get it? Hooked. <laughs> oh! I did that. And, um, yeah, go see Moana if you haven't. Well, You'll I, see it a hundred times in a row. I feel like Ninte- uh, Nintendo, I don't know where I was going with that. Um, Disney is kind of killing it right now with their animated movies. Well, I feel like Pixar is 
having a little bit of difficulty. Like, I mean, Pixar just did, what, Cars 3. Um, Boo. And, I mean, I never saw the first one. The, I hated the first one. The point where I didn't see the others. Jeez. But, like, it, ever since Brave... It, I didn't even like Finding Dory. Well, it's, and I haven't seen that one, I actually. I Finding Boring. But, like, I know that, like, what, Brave didn't do especially well for them. Oh, Brave was good, though. The Good Dinosaur. If you haven't seen Brave? I want to. It's really good. And, like, the... The Good Dinosaur didn't do especially well. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Um, like, I have it. I've not even watched it. It's like Pixar's had some, a little bit of, they had a few misfires uh, in the last couple of years. But meanwhile, like Disney, just their animation division had Wreck-It Ralph, Big Hero 6, Tangled, Frozen, Moana. Like they're just doing really good there was CG one features. from the 2000s, like the earlier 2000s that Disney did, and it was about this boy who's an orphan, and he's adopted by this family from another time, like the future. What the fuck was that called? Jimmy Neutron? No, that's not Disney. <laughs> that was that. Oh no, that, that was Nickelodeon, wasn't it? Yes, don't even go there. Disney did Chicken Little. Nothing. Mars needs Littles. moms. No. <laughs> Fuck, what was it called? And well it's about this boy and then um and this kid is trying to he creates a time machine and this evil guy is trying to steal this time machine. I'm gonna look it up right now, but it is so good. It's CG. And nobody went and saw it. It's CG. It's so cute. And I don't know. I think I don't know, I guess I like the Disney animation three D an or um computer animated films better than i like the pixar even though i loved finding nemo and i loved um wally meet the robinsons meet the robinsons i had no idea that's what it was about it's so fucking good i had no it actually idea. i think i remember even crying when i saw it because it's it's a very touching film too yeah watch meet the robinsons oh god another pixar thing they but don't see chicken little that was dumb because like they did yeah they did monsters university and planes like they've had some rough ones but then they also had wally which was wally. like fucking incredible and actually pixar had a really great Eva. they had a really big <laughs> hit with inside out which was really good Oh, yeah, Inside Out was good. That was surprisingly good, because I thought, I was like, this looks dumb. Well, and of course, and I was that obnoxious guy that was like, um, I already watched this when it was called Herman's Head, because I loved that show growing up. Lisa Simpson. Right? Totally. <laughs> like, I remember, like, my mind was blown when I was, um, first started watching Herman's Head, because, you know, I was younger than I should have been watching that show, but it, I it just, like, it amazed me to see the voice of lisa simpson in person and also the voice of uh mo oh because hank azaria was on it too oh yeah i didn't even think about that i just thought lisa simpson you know it had two in like i want to say it was on the same night as the simpsons um i think when it, when it was on Sunday, they were making bank and so yeah it was it was crazy to get to see like you know two shows with these people I think in one night. I could be crazy, but I think that was... You are crazy, but I think Not about right. this, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like Herman's Head. And so very much like Inside Out, I was like, oh, okay, so it's that. Yeah. Which is fine. You know? Which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all I got for news. Let's go into our crushes. Who are you crushing? <laughs> Crush of the week. Jesus. That's my crushing sound. All right. <laughs> my crush of the week is Michael... 
Monroe from Until Dawn. Oh, yeah. oh, that's why you were so sad that he died. Oh, you my. You killed him. I killed him. I can't believe. He died in a burst of flames, too. It was so sad. can't believe. God. But it was for the betterment of his friends. That's all I'm going to say. But he's so hot. And the voice actor, Brett Dalton, is fucking hot, too. And looks kind of like the character. I mean, they based most of the characters, I think, off their actual. I think like, they made them all look like their, yeah, their actual. Some of them they didn't totally hit it, but some, no. of, but like they definitely tried. I feel. Yeah, you could tell they they had at least some characteristics. Yeah, so he's tall, he's dark, he's handsome, he's a jock. He wears that really like sexy military coat, but in style you know he has like the combat boots with the pants tucked into him Mm-hmm. he's you know a good guy because at least he was in my game i don't know if he was good in yours but well in mine he was a good guy but he wasn't that good of a guy because he was not able to save jessica jessica <laughs> yeah, he didn't he did not save her he yeah. tried his best though he did he did but he blew it he blew it well all my characters blew it so <laughs> i guess none of my characters were good characters but um oh did you prefer uh befriend the wolf in it i think so yeah it seems like a thing i would do i, don't I befriend remember. the wolf so he was with me and when I had to go back through the fucking um, chapel or whatever it was the sane asylum yes 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 okay yes i did I did yeah. because yeah, I was like, wait a minute, I, that, I don't remember that, but it sounds like a thing I would do. And now that you mentioned like it, the sort of the wolf guiding you, yeah, yeah, that was definitely a thing, and I kind did. of warning you mm-hmm. when things go weary. I was also very worried. Though I was also I was very worried for the wolf the whole time. I was oh. like, oh god, I hope it doesn't. You know, I yeah. was very worried about it. You find that dead wolf in there, sprawled across the freaking gate too, like gutted wide open, and the wolf is like, oh my friend and you're like oh this is heartbreaking i need another game like that from them so badly so badly which now that you've finished that but you, you, you need to you need to play rush of blood fully all the way through okay because it uses the until dawn people yeah but okay and it's real good it was just on sale too rush of blood mm-hmm. well you need playstation vr mm-hmm. so well, have i to... could have played it regular no you have to have playstation vr you oh. can't play it okay I think I think it's only VR. I could be wrong. Some of those games work in both ways, but I want to say this on my own. Uh, but do you remember in Until Dawn that fucking creepy part where um, Mr. Robot, uh, what's his name? Rami Malek. Rami, Joshua. Joshua. When he has his hallucinations towards the end. Mm-hmm. Terra-fucking-fying. <laughs> you all have to play that game. And if you missed it, because I've already said it like three times on social media or whatever, that it was free yeah. for the month of um, July on yeah, PS Plus. It will it no might not be, be free. No, it won't be as today's the last day. Like yeah. today as in the day we record this, not the day it's coming out. So you missed it if you didn't get it. But yeah. I, I told as many people as I could. Yeah, I, no, even I when I on here too. Yeah. Yeah, you did. So there you go. Too bad you missed it. But and even seriously, it's it's a bargain at any price. If you can find a copy for twenty bucks, just buy it. It's awesome. Totally. Totally. Nice. Well, my crush is actually inspired by your crush from last week. What? I know. Shut it down. Well, like when you mentioned Lilith, what's her name? Oh, Morgan. No, no, oh. from Borderlands. Oh, uh, the siren. Um, oh fuck. 
What's her name? Her name. Well, her name. Her, her name was oh the the siren in the Maya. Fir- Maya. The yeah. siren in the first Borderlands was named Lilith. Gotcha. Um. Well, I was inspired by you mentioning Maya, and my crush of the week is Salvador Ooh. from Borderlands Two. Yes. He's beefy. He's not too tall. He's got a good beard. He's got awesome hair. Salvador. Yeah, like I always play as Salvador, the gunzerker um from Borderlands 2 whenever I play. And I love the fact that in that game they actually put the camera height based on how tall your character is. Oh, it's a little shorter. Yeah, like literally I I went playing as as um Salvador, you can't see You definitely have a type. <laughs> you can't see what and everyone else And I definitely else, have a type. You do. But you can't see what everybody else can cuz you're actually lower down and you can't jump as high. So you can't actually get everywhere that everyone else can as easily. So it's like living my life. Oh my god, look at this cute fan art. Yes. Adorable. Let the record show that uh Satine found a shot of um Salvador smooching Zero. And it's a beautiful thing. Smooching Zero's helmet. It's very cute. Yeah. We'll post that. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, that's mine. Cute. Yeah, and I, I don't really have to give reasons. He's uh apparently he fitting have... very much into my type. Yeah, does he have purple hair? It's I believe it's like a dark blue slash kind of almost purple. That's cool. Well, he's some of I think when I played it, he had gray hair. Oh, here's a girl cosplay of him. What? That's pretty cool. That is yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, she looks pretty rad. Yeah. I love cosplay. I think it's so dope. At um, Comic-Con, there's just so much good cosplay. And if you don't get a fucking badge for Comic-Con, who cares? If you're in the area... Go to San Diego anyway. You can sit outside and see all this cool shit. There's what? so much free stuff. Seriously, they have, more and more events are moving off-site, which is actually great because the site is way busy. Yeah. So unless you want to see a panel yeah. or like buy something from Mondo, thank you again for doing that. Oh, you're welcome. You don't really need a badge. Like no. There's so much off-site. The only thing you need a badge for are panels or, yeah, merchandise. That's it. Which Everything. does bum me out. I wish I could get into the floor to buy things without the badge. It's like, just let me give you money. Yeah, I have a feeling it will progress to that point. Yeah. Because, and they'll just make the panels for badge holders, because who doesn't want to sell shit? Right? Like, and I think that should be a thing, I guess it'd be a thing where, um, you know, I don't know, I doubt that the convention actually gets a cut of any sales, but um, yeah, I imagine if they got a small percentage, they'd be like, oh yeah, come on, yeah. come on in here, buy some stuff. There, And I'm really bummed out, because there's this brand called Han Cholo. <laughs> And they make this really fucking awesome, like, nerd jewelry. They do kind of, like, class rings and, like, skele- the, like Skeletor. And they just did a brand new one of She-Ra's little um, helmet, I guess you could call it. Headdress mm-hmm. as a ring. But they had a Comic-Con exclusive of, like, an enamel pin of She-Ra. And her headdress was fucking glitter. Gold. I need that in my life. <laughs> I just love that their company name is Han Cholo. I'm Han still Cholo. smiling about that. Oh, yeah, you should follow them. They have really cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Han Cholo. Tell them Satine sent you. They'll be like, who? Yeah. Who, <laughs> who is that? <laughs> well. A fan. So, yeah. So, really, you should follow Han Cholo for excellent things. Yes. And uh, where can... Um... Well, you can follow me at Satine the Dream on Instagram and Twitter. Or on Twitch, because I've been streaming a lot of Uncharted full multiplayer, because that's where I'm the most animated. Did you stream any? I streamed until dawn. Okay, good. But the problem with streaming until dawn is 
There are no comments. It's shut off to comments. Really? Yeah. So I couldn't talk to anybody. I mean, Lame. they could hear me, but I couldn't see what they were saying. Yeah. So I didn't even know who was watching. Lame. But yeah, that was pretty lame. But um, but you can follow, can follow me on Twitch? on Twitch at Satine. All right, then. Or you can follow me at Fast Danger on Twitter or at Mr. Gladstone on Instagram and Twitch. Or you could follow the podcast at BitDiffPodcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can send us an email at BitDiffPodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Wednesday. And would you kindly follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and the Google Plays. And Rob, did you notice this wall behind you? I did notice this very, very fancy wall behind me. Yeah, so we're setting up a, a studio of sorts in our little... We're getting all official and shit. We're getting official, and we are probably with, I don't know, maybe by episode 30, we're going to try to start doing a live feed. We're going to try it. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how it goes. People just see how close I am on the mic all the yeah, time. Yeah, I'm practically blowing the mic, which well, is great. It's like, because I, I do feel like, yeah, it's, I know like my P's always pop real hard, but like, if I get far away from the mic, I just disappear. Yeah. I'll be sure to shave my legs for you people. Right now they're hairy. <laughs> and, and I will not shave my legs for you people. Uh, I would say I'm sorry, but I'm not. No. No. I'll have to remember I'll have to remember to wear something different every week because as of now I wear like the same shit every podcast. Well, and I wear my daily uniform pretty much, which is a baseball tee and jeans. Yeah, a raglan like, tee. Yeah, exactly. So like it, it's kinda of, I'm a cartoon character at this point. Yeah. I, you are the Simpsons. You are the Bob's Burgers. <laughs> whenever I don't wear a Family baseball tee, whenever, <laughs> whenever I don't wear a baseball tee at work, one of the owners of the company actually is like, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? What, what, what's happening? <laughs> and my answer is almost always, you know, laundry day. <laughs> uh, I love so, it. Anywho. Awesome. Cool. So yeah, we're hoping to go live, if not live, on YouTube sometime in the brand new future. So by you're saying by episode, what episode are we on now? We're on 28, I believe. Oh, my God. So that's in like a couple weeks. We better get our shit figured out. Yeah. Yeah, we will. That's a thing we should. I'll have it figured out. Okay. You know how I roll. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you and ciao Bye-bye.